0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. This is Birds of a Feather podcast, your boy QC. Your boy Taj Bravado, And this is the betting pod for week 13. So, we're going to look at how we did last week, set some props for this week. Definitely see how we did in the games, good or bad, right? And then get some games for this week. So, let's go. Let's get into it, bro. So, first things first, looking in the last week. I entered the week at 21 and 24. Right, you entered the week at nine and ten. I can't say that it was a great week for either one of us to be completely honest with you. Right, Fair. So, so you know, I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get into mine first. Right, I was in my bag with the cool six and a half kicking points. I hit the over on that. Right, Pitts twenty nine and a half yards. I hit the over on that one, and then a uh, eighty and a half yards total yards. I hit the under on that one. But it was skin of my teeth there. I was Man, like, I was short sure. yeah. He, he, but, he, was, he was he was close. He was close. But I cashed on that one. Right? The two that I missed. Um, the one we missed together, Ritter, 194.5 uh total yards hitting the over on that one. That was that was a no. And then Tim Boyle. I did this to myself. I did this to myself, bro. Tim Boyle 180.5 yards for the overdub. They set really the man, like bro. It. They set, yeah, you did. But they set the man, dog. <laughs> he he could have got 180. Because him, his yards plus Simeon's yards in the third and fourth was over 180.
1: It was, but, but he wasn't going to throw pick. That's why they set him down. That's why they set him down, bro. That's why
0: they, and, and, and to be completely honest, I did it to myself because it's Tim Boyle.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Tim I understand. Muggles. I understand, I understand <laughs> the rationale behind it. It's just, you know. Sometimes it don't always go our way. It, my thing is, my thing is, in that
0: situation, you already had the the game was lost, bro. There is no other option. Like, I mean, we can get we can get into the bag real quick, you know, just a little mixing on the on the Falcons pod. You know what I'm saying? Or just NFL in general. The fact that, like I said, in the Falcons pod, it was disrespectful to Zach. You see, that man don't even want to play no more, dog.
1: Yeah. The man, he was don't like, uh, I don't, you don't
0: want me to come back? I don't know about that one. Yeah, like, and, eh, I don't know about that. They hit him with the, hey, we working mandatory OT,
1: and he hit him with the,
0: my schedule, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, <laughs> man, I, got, I already got plans. I ain't going to be here, so I don't know what you <laughs> want me to do. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Like
0: I put my PTN PTN on months ago. Bro. <laughs> like, right. months ago. So I don't, hey, look, I don't really know. It's beyond me now. <laughs> My ticket's not refundable. <laughs> I can't really. <laughs> you feel me. You feel me. But like, I was just like, I, yeah, it was disrespectful. It was disrespectful to Zach, bro. And and the fact that you put him in and didn't ride it out, that one really screwed me. But it gave me a three mm. and two week. So I'm sitting at 24 and 26, right? Real Getting real close to that 500 mark. I should be able to crop, uh, cross over it in of course in the next couple of weeks, especially as you know, we bump up to betting about four or five uh, weekly. I definitely want to hit that 66% by the end of the season, right? Mm-hmm.
1: I got to be real with
0: you, big dog. This is not a Kyle kind of week to you.
1: <laughs> is- hey, man, every week can't be a winner, man, you know, and I've been having a lot more losses than wins, but hey, we're going to turn it around sooner than later.
0: So came into the week nine and ten, um, Bijan over on the fifty eight and a half rushing yards. That was just a bad beat because he he really should have. he four yards short on it. You know what I'm saying? Like he he really like you over.
1: you 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 barely missed it, and I barely missed it. We well, was on the opposite side of it, and that
0: but it was close. It was close. close. The Cause, end cause, game.
1: Because if I would have got mine, you would have lost yours.
0: Yeah, every time. And so, I, hey, look. Don't buy it, looking out. Um, What's it called? We we both missed the Ritter 194 and a half on the over. He just, the Jets defense, like, you know, like we talked about. It's it it And then you
1: know, the elements and yeah, it, it was a lot of aspects to it, so. For the most part, played a clean game, no turnovers.
0: Wish I would have took him for the .5 INT, um, taking the under on that. I just did you know, two chicken shit. I didn't actually think about doing it, but um, I was really surprised that he kept a clean game the whole time, which is why I thought keeping a clean game, the yardage would just come, but it just, you know, just the defense. What happens? John knew 18 and a half foot over, right? Man had 10 yards. Now, here the thing. here the thing. When asked your rationale about why you were for 18 and a half, Your exact words was, I don't know. It's just a feeling. (laughs) And that feeling came back to bite you, for for lack of better words, right? And then London six-and-a-half targets took the over there. I'm not going to lie to you. I was 100% aligned with that one. Uh, It seemed very, very reasonable. But he only ended up getting – was it four official targets or five? It was five. five. five, yeah. Yeah, two targets short there. Um, it's with targets. It's always it's a rough beat, right? It's a rough beat on targets because, like, what mm-hmm. do they consider a target? They consider a throwaway a target. Um, but it really just speaks yeah. to like highlighting highlighting a, a facet of the game. And for the most part, he wasn't overly highlighted. But I just think as a whole, our One offense was. Is, I
1: also the think hook- they were trying to stay away from salt because it seemed like sauce was on him most of the game because they they had uh. But uh, the other corner, DJ Reed on Pitts and whoever the other outside corner was. So it seemed like Drake Linda was seeing a whole lot of sauce. Yeah, so in, in, in the Falcons
0: pod, right? So we record that Sunday. Um, all we get is the TV version. And TV version, it didn't look like sauce was on him uh, a majority of the game. But like film session on Tuesday, look at that. And it's like now he traveled with him a, a good bit. So I could understand his uh their reluctance to force the ball that way. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that makes sense. So looking at it, ended the week nine and fourteen. It, it it's it's tough, right? But all that is is a good week to turn it around, man. That's all that is. A good week to turn around, and it starts with our heavily moving offense. Against this Tampa Bay uh defense, right? Kind of owned them the first time, and your bets kind of reflect that story of being able to continue that momentum offensive. Mm. Right? So let's get into it. You got Ritter, 195 passing yards over. Holla at me on that one. What you think?
1: Um, last time we played the Bucks, he played a good game, if not for the fumbles, but like we were passing the ball very effectively, and I don't really see that changing this time, especially when we're at home. Right. So why
0: not go total yards instead of just strictly passing? Because I do think that Ritter's going to have over 200 yards total offense. I'm yeah. not really sure all 195 of it is going to come passing the ball.
1: Um, I just feel like he's going to like I feel like they're going to kind of get back to what they kind of were doing and, and hopes that he can take care of the ball. Um, It just feels like a good number to me because like he's capable of he showed us that he's capable of, of clearing that number.
0: Yeah, multiple times, multiple times. That's, yeah. It really is in line with the 19.5 completions, right? Yeah. Uh, he's been able to average that for a majority of the season. So it's not a – you ain't wilding with the number. I just think he's going to get it in total offense because he really was killing them with using his legs, right, down in Tampa. This game's at home. Um, yeah,
1: He hasn't been I mean, reluctant but, to use it. I remember mean, when we, in Tampa he had two in Tampa he had 250,
0: though, through the air.
1: Yeah. True, so true, I mean, true. So, like, the – the the air yards to be there, you know, just you got to take care of the fumbles.
0: Especially close to the goal line, right? Um then you got Bijan over specifically in rushing 69 and a half. Talk to me there, especially considering Bijan
1: didn't play in the first game and we moved the ball so well. So the way that you attack teams like Tampa is you have to run outside. So players like B Bees, not Bijan, but t- players like Algier, where was able to get off at a pretty good clip when we played him. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't an amazing game, but it was still at a, at a an effective clip. So I think if you insert Bijan into some of those touches, that sixty nine should be pretty easy, and I think he got opportunity to pop on this week. Now, see, I'm I'm
0: aligned in the in the sense of uh, Bijan having touches that you know go go for yards, go for big yards. But I'm more so same same as Ritter. I'm more so looking at total yards in this regard. I feel like he's going to be a huge factor in the passing game this weekend. Not so much strictly running the ball.
1: Oh it's not gonna be strictly running, but I, I just I think 69 was a good number because I feel like the outside runs and that's B side specialty. I feel like the opportunity will be there. And mm-hmm. I, I do think he is due to hit one. Like he he, he ain't he ain't popped one yet. I think I think this might be the week. Yeah. When was his last? Has he had a hundred yard rushing in yet? Uh, versus Green
0: Bay. Yeah, It's been a while. Was that week
1: three? He might've, he might've had one. Versus, no, he was, he was a little short versus Arizona. It was week two though. Week two. Yeah.
0: Whew. Yeah. No, nah, that's, that's going on a while. Right. Um. But it, like we, like we were tracking in our rookie report, He's definitely going to end up with around sixteen hundred scrimmage yards, and
1: his touchdowns I mean, might be top a good five. Run. He's still top, but top five, top ten in rush yards. So in the NFL, he's still he's 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 doing well. No, no sixteen hundred uh, scrimmage oh, yeah. yards from a
0: rookie you you can't like you can't you know, unless it's like Adrian Peterson or something. You know what I am saying? That's nothing. Sixteen hundred scrimmage yards ain't nothing to scoff at. And and in reality, he didn't play one game. You know what I am saying? So yeah, he's active for it, but he didn't play one game. Uh, you got Pitts, 35 and a half on the uh, receiving yards. So we talked about it in, in the pod where we can't, as an offense, keep having Bijan games, Pitts games, London games, right? We got to have kind of have these moments where we're bringing it all together. And I'm starting to see it within your bets, right? Like you really hit the heavy hitters on this one. Focus on quarterback, running back. Now we're at tight end. Obviously, you know, going to give away the last one is wide receiver. So uh, talk to me on where you got the 35 and a half from. It makes sense with your 195 for Ritter, yeah. but uh, where do you see Pitts being able to attack the Tampa defense?
1: Um, I mean, typically in the games he's played versus Tampa, the, the yardage is typically over that 35 and a half. Because um, what the talent Pitts has, he he's shown capability to get that in one or two catches. Like, so as long as he gets anything between three or four catches, I feel like that thirty-five is going to be well within range.
0: I do. I definitely. Uh, he's like a possession receiver, basically. Even you know, with all his speed, he's he's got a big body. He can chew up first downs. I I really really wish they would use him more, as you will see in uh in my betting points. But it's just thirty-five seems completely reasonable. And I think what was the number we got fifty-two or fifty-three. Will give him, uh, really high yardage for a tight end in terms of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah, because all you want, like, if if you can get a tight end averaging about fifty to sixty yards a game, that that's that's elite production for a tight end. Pitch Pitch is giving pitch is giving us good production for a tight end right now. Maybe even very good production for a tight end right now, especially coming off the injury when he's not hundred percent. But I feel like he's starting to uh, get his legs back up under him. And
0: see with. With what he perceived lacks in blocking, that's why the draft being an economic exercise is like, you spending a fourth pick on him with, is kind of baffling. The talent, the talent is immense, right? The talent's immense. No one's going to, like, poo-poo the talent. It's just kind of, like you said, elite production is... Elite production is maybe 60 to 70, right? But yeah. like really good all-pro production is 50 to 60,
1: you know? Yeah, in mean, terms
0: of receiving yards per game, and it's like you don't expect that out of the number four overall pick when he doesn't give you that extra umph on block. Well, I mean... It's, he's a decent it's, blocker. It,
1: he, he, he's a willing blocker. I'll say he's a willing blocker. Yeah. Some, some Most times. But, um... See, uh his first year he he was he was giving us those numbers though. He, he was getting a test-
0: production his first yeah. year. Yeah. So the,
1: the, it's there, but the quarterback play has to be there. Which is true. Um so and I,
0: I think I think he's coasting on that rookie year. Not coasting, coasting is the wrong word there. I think people are more than willing to give him a lot of grace in terms of the production he does have because of that first year right where tight end is a huge huge learning curve right because you know you have to learn multiple positions you, you got to learn blocking schemes then you have to learn multiple receiver positions because the offense especially the one that Arthur runs requires the tight end to flex out multiple times so you may be running the x or the z right like you you could you can be on the front side, back side of the formation. You got to learn mm-hmm. a lot. And it's like that was thrown at him, and he excelled in that situation. But, like, obviously, when you look at it, you had an extremely, extremely knowledgeable quarterback in that situation, right? Yeah. You, you didn't yeah. have the uncertainty. You insert Mariota the, the following year. He can't get you the ball. Then you get hurt, right? You come back this year, like we talked about, you're still top ten and a lot of the metrics when it comes to tight end. But I think people are still tantalized by that first year of production, right? Without taking in obviously all the factors that surround
1: him. not given that he's played all of the games this year, I think people should still understand that he is not healthy all the way um, because he had a MCO injury, injury and surgery. So yeah, yeah, he, he's back, but, most knee injuries, you're not fully back until the following season. So next year, he's going to look better. But the fact, as the season's going, he's starting to look stronger and more like the pitch that I've seen um, the following year. But you can see, even see a lot of the routes. A lot of his routes are breaking to the left because you don't want to push off the right knee. I could, I could see that, right? And you don't
0: ever want to have to consciously think of that. In how you're calling the plays, because that's going to handicap your offense and whatnot. Yeah. You want to just be able to call plays. Like, it's a lot going on on game day. I'm pretty sure coaches aren't like sitting there, like, oh, well, I got to make sure I motion this guy to this side of the field so that when we run this play inverted, he's breaking to the left and not the right because he's got a knee issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's, I'm not going to lie to you, that's not going through my mind. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't even think that hard.
1: Somebody I I I think he's fine. But yeah, but yeah, 35 and a half, very reasonable number. I think he's gonna clear that. Now, this last one, London. Over forty-eight and a half rushing yards.
0: I got it at 46 and a half. You got it at 48 and a half, but the the measurement pretty much remains the same. Dang, I didn't know, be-
1: know he was running the ball this time. Now, hold on, let me go check something real quick. You said rushing, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> no, oh, I received it, Hey, come on, get it together, man. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Receiving my nah, 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 you, nah, got uh,
0: you got it 48 and a half I got it 46 and a half right? yeah. and, But like, the sentiment remains the same London should be able to have A very productive day Right
1: yeah, um, Last time we had over London.
0: Yeah, had a real good day Real good day on the books So one of the things I did want to talk about You know what I'm saying well, we, get, we just had to break down the production for tight ends When it comes to wide receivers London is Pretty far behind the pack in terms of providing elite all pro pro bowl production period for for a wide receiver, right? Um, His first year was a Marcus Mariota had like 800 yards, right? Played in every game, but one last year,
1: or did he play in all 17? I think he played in everything. All 17 last year. He might have left one earlier, but he played in everything.
0: Right this year has missed a game and been, I think he missed the back half of another game.
1: The second game. Um, Yeah.
0: So you look at that, you've missed a game and a half. Where is that? Like 600, 700 yards? I don't know if it's that much.
1: Um, This is real time, people. Google moments. Real time. (laughs) He is a. Oh, damn, Not me, Nate College Stats. All right, we're sitting at. 573. Oh, 573 for the year, bro. That's, that's tough. 40, like, 46 catches, 573 average, and about 12.5 per catch. The, the average is there. The average is beautiful.
0: The average is beautiful. But. Obviously it's just not it's it's not enough targets, it's not enough catches. Right? Yeah, like this supposed to be our a, number a lot one of option, these fans right? will well, basically and him Pitt and Pitt is one A one b
1: Less on Um their uh this, ability this can't just, kind of just the way the system's right? going and the way the targets are being spread out. Yeah, no,
0: you you were stuck. I was I was sitting there looking for a minute. No, I, I was looking right. at you
1: because yours is stuck. I'm just like uh okay. Well, all right. <laughs> it's nineteen forty. I'm
0: gonna do twenty or oh, five. Wow. No, so I was saying like he is, he's not really giving any production. He doesn't have him. En- he doesn't have enough targets. I feel like his opportunities. He is converting them into catches. Outside of this game where he had five targets and one catch, usually it's usually like seven targets, five catches, four targets, three catches. You know what I'm saying? He's capitalizing on the opportunities that he's getting. It's just not enough opportunities yeah right and i it hurts using the number eight overall pick. I don't think anybody's looking at london like he's a bust even though through a year in 12 games he only has 1400 yards right like
1: i, mean, I don't think anybody's looking to, it's the system it's really just the system um because he he's just we're running one one first team we have below-average quarterback play, so it's, it's the opportunities to truly thrive aren't as high because we do lean on the run so much. So... And then you got to that- share, share the field with, like, Pitts and a number-eight-drafted running back who's who's outpacing... Who's going to touch... Like, B. going to touch the ball, ball more than anyone. So it's, it's like, it's... it's when you did with on a run for his offense and then you, the running backs also eating into those targets too. It's, 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 it's tough sometimes. So like, yeah, he, he's not going to be up there with this kind of at least this far. Now, as quarterback play improves, I expect his numbers to improve because Drake London, as he was in USC, he's a volume guy. Yeah.
0: Which you're seeing, you know what I'm saying? You give him the opportunities. He's going to put it up. I think one of the things that's really like, uh, helpful for me is the average is really high, right? Which means when he's getting those opportunities, they're down the field and he's making plays, the ball is moving. He's not just a possession type of guy. Right. Um, you look at the new Orleans game, right? Right up under a hundred yards, five catches. I think he has seven targets that game, right? Yeah. So like you're converting your opportunities. You're moving the ball down the field. You're doing it at a, at a decent pace. I think if he was a guy who consistently got 11 to 12 targets, he's going to average 85 to 100 yards a game, right, which is Pro Bowl-type wide receiver numbers. Um, The talent is there. It's just kind of like you said. Our system doesn't necessarily dictate it, and so we have these really, really low numbers when we get to the props of like 48, 46 yards.
1: Uh hmm which we know he's very capable of clearing any, it's just, it's opportunity. So,
0: I, going to mind, um, like I said, I got London over at the 46 and a half. Basically the same thinking, um, you went over 100 last time, you should be able to, to clear any, any number under 60, yeah. to be honest. Because
1: his last two times he's had over 100 yards playing Tampa. Yeah.
0: So, so I you, you've got something against them. You should be able to, to get things done there. Uh, right along a line with your pitch 35 and a half, I got pitch targets three and a half. I took the over on that one, right? I oh do think God. he will be able to work the middle of the field. You should be able to get four targets. Um, they count overthrows. And so, you know, play action, uh, middle of the field, like it multiple instances you should be able to i'm not going to say force feed him eight targets this game like i don't think that's going to happen but i do think over the course of the game four targets is extremely reasonable right yeah. one a quarter it's, it's not wild um i got bijan total yards 95 and a half i took the over there basically same thinking kind of aligned where you were on the mindset that uh his rushing yards should be pretty high. I'm just factoring in his his passing yards there. Uh, I think his total yards, I, I pretty much think he's going to get over 100 scrimmage yards this game. Um, I feel like Tampa's defense is, is kind of overrated
1: right now. Right? No, it's good. It's just injuries. Injuries yeah. are, are kicking in. I think he may be missing this game. And if he is, he's up in the middle.
0: We, we have a lot of injuries coming up, too.
1: Yeah, we do. We, we do. He had a lot of problems as well.
0: I mean, the um, injuries part but it's of the just, game,
1: but it, it's all about how you rebound from them. Everybody can't do it,
0: and we're we're at that we're at that point in the season, right? We're at the point in the season where no nobody's healthy. Um, yeah. But it just kind of is what it is. There now, here's here's kind of my wild card, right? I got here for any time touchdown.
1: That makes sense. Right. It makes sense, but is I'm I'm so scared of the anytime touchdowns with the Falcons because you never know who's really going to score.
0: That's okay. So that was my thinking there, right? I felt like one, I don't like to bet on the same player multiple times, right? I I like to kind of switch it up. Um, but I had a choice: was I going to take Bijan for the yards, or was I going to take for the touchdown? And I was like, in the red zone, even though, you know, he, he made a point to say, we're going to get these guys involved in the offense. And over the course of the past two weeks, he has, right? Especially down in the red zone. Um, I believe him there. He's, you know, had that bye week, had that refresh. They're, they're coming back up. That's cool. But I still think when you get into the red zone, right? Especially considering what happened down at Tampa, they might just go with a bigger, more powerful back and, and try to punch it in that way right? I, honestly, I also wouldn't have been opposed to a Ritter rushing touchdown on a, on a bootleg type type situation.
1: I could see it, but I don't think Tampa's going to give it up again.
0: Well, speaking of somebody giving it up, Baker makes turnovers, right? And so my bet for the other team is Baker uh, INT point five. I took the over on that one. I feel, a, I feel a Jesse Bates pick coming. I feel it in
1: my soul, bro. That Baker's gonna give us one this week. It may not be Bates. It's probably gonna be Richie grin again. And if I'm not mistaken, AJ's out, right? No, he's questionable. It's questionable. Him, him, and Akuda are both questionable.
0: Well, when was the the last time someone questionable played? Well, actually, it was two weeks ago. But prior to two weeks ago, when someone the last time someone questionable played was like. Four or
1: five years ago, so yeah, I mean, uh, they're not. I, I tend to like the questionable ones, though. So we'll, we'll see. Or no, 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 no. It's, that's
0: doubtful? That's doubtful. Yeah, doubtful.
1: It, it. Question questionables yeah. are very. It, it's a step below probable. But yeah, it's just basically. It's basically you. Wait, hey, you feel good? Yeah, okay, cool. We, we 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 rolling. So hey, if if
0: both corners can go, cool. If both corners can't, that is.
1: It shapes up for a different type of day. But... well, We're going we gonna to see where Clark really made it up versus Mike Evans.
0: No, no, no. They wouldn't put Clark on
1: Evans. They would probably well, Who Clark. Who are you going to put on them flowers? <laughs> Barbecue chicken?
0: <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, you're giving up way too much
1: right there. I mean, hey, a- if, if, if... You could say that, but if... Look, if y'all have not seen the Clark Phillips Drake London tape from back when uh, USC Utah, that was a good battle. Clark Phillips was giving Drake London some problems. So just you know, no,
0: I, I, he knows how to handle bigger receivers. As, as someone said, like they're bigger, so he could put <laughs> so it's more for him to grab onto. Pause. Yeah, sure. like, <laughs> no, but in all truth and honesty, in all truth and honesty, like I have faith in him. I have faith in him handling bigger receivers. Mike will Mike Evans, strictly based on just numbers and history, is like damn near a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Oh he is. I, He's definitely a Hall of Fame receiver. Yeah, I, I would I have reservations about AJ facing him every time. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: I mean not but reservations. If, if, but like, if your two starters is out, somebody gotta do it. Somebody gotta check him. That's gonna be a long <laughs> day. Cause the That's where it's gotta is, get them. Yeah. Because with A out, there's no one to follow him. So he's gonna Clark's gonna see him if they don't play. There, there's no mm-hmm. if he's gonna see him at some point in that game.
0: My thinking is maybe maybe you can clog that middle and put uh what's the safety? Helms on him, right? It's too slow, not, but if you shave some safety that, you, help, well,
1: you you're not putting Hallams on him, bro.
0: shave some safety help over the top
1: that way. Hallams <sighs> can't cover. That's why right. Hallums is like a, a in the box guy. You don't want put him on the outside. That's no, that's 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 a terrible really idea.
0: He really can't. He really well. I was thinking, I was thinking more so size. Could have think, thinking more. So
1: size. I mean, Hallams is like six foot, maybe. Clark's 5'10? Yeah.
0: 5'10 is very generous.
1: 5'9, okay. He's 5'10 with Clayton and all that.
0: others. 5'10 <laughs> <laughs> is generous. But um, so that those are those are my five for the week, right? Now, getting to the games, bro. Getting into the games. Started my week at 8 and 12. Hear your boy out. Okay. Hear your boy out. Arizona plus six versus Pittsburgh. One outright. Cashed on that one. Right?
1: I, I not Yeah, like yeah. You proved me wrong.
0: Eight. Atlanta, one and a half versus the Jets. Cashed out on that one. Right? Detroit. I got it at minus four. Um was it? DraftKings had it closed at five and a half, either way. Cashed, right? Versus New Orleans. Then the last one was kind of just a sneak in. The Chargers money line versus the pets, Cashed on that one. My only loss for the week was the Jags and Cincy game, and that's because, you know, Trevor Lawrence got his freaking legs snapped in half. Uh, You know, prayers up to him. Is that the only reason? I mean, bro, they were driving. They is were that driving. the only reason? They were driving. Is it, though? Well, they wouldn't kick that field goal. <laughs> They would have kicked that field goal, put the pressure on Cincy. And I, I truly believe they would have covered I truly believe My they man, would have
1: covered it. It closed global. at 10. If if was the fifth, we'd all be drunk.
0: Facts. <laughs> right? But I just think that you know, hey, maybe that one was doing from the start. I knew once it you know, obviously once it goes into overtime, you know, it's not cashed. So I was just like, I turned it off when it went into overtime. I didn't really care who won at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, eight a four in one week, right? So I'm sitting at twelve and thirteen right now. I'm feeling really good about coming into this weekend. I, I definitely think I'm gonna get close to my sixty six percent. So you six and nine coming into the week, right? Okay, two losses straight up. You had Tennessee money line versus the Colts. I don't even necessarily feel like he was on the wrong side of that one. That went down to an overtime last second touchdown. Like it just it is what it is. Like games like that, that's a coin flip, right? Um and then yeah, you missed terribly Broncos money line versus the Texans. Like that was that wasn't close. Russ Russ was out there just doing madness.
1: It no, it, it was close until Russ threw that pick on the goal line, Seattle style. But <laughs>
0: but then the redeemers
1: like you be getting some gems my man
0: Detroit money line versus Saints right we we both caught that one thought Detroit was going to pummel them for the most part they did Atlanta money line versus the Jets right we believe in the team got that one but sure one that you were resolute on that you was like bro dotting my eyes crossing my teeth was sticking my flag in the sand 49ers money line Bro, you shorted the Eagles and boy did it come up big. That was that was your state uh, state claim nah. this week three and two ending the week at nine and eleven,
1: bro. Yeah, I thought I was gonna lose, but I didn't think it was gonna look like that though. Like I, I nobody saw I don't think nobody saw that
0: coming. Nah. And, and 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 to be honest with you, I appreciate it because it goes into my big bets this week. But we'll get to that in a second, right? So what you got coming up this week? You got Carolina money line versus New Orleans. That is that is a bold take, my man. Carolina is going through just a lot. They're going through a Fair lot. The Saints. <laughs> Saints man, are Saints. also going through a lot. Car just got cleared from concussion protocol though, so. But I I don't even know if that make a difference, bro. It does. Terrible. Yeah, what like, yeah, nah, it's it's real bad right now. Um, then you got Denver Moneyline, versus the Chargers. That one I'm kind of like, what's 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 on about
1: that one? How at me on that one? It's a division game. I don't trust the Chargers, and um, you know the Broncos. I mean, I don't necessarily trust them either, but I like them better than the char- Chargers. That's natural.
0: I- the Chargers are. They froze, and I'm, I'm not even. Yeah, not they even froze about because yeah. the thing is, you know, it's gonna I'm come down to it.
1: It, it. It's it's gonna come down to it. They're gonna they're gonna triple cover Keenan Allen when the game's on the line because Quentin Johnson's gonna guard himself.
0: Factual, factual. That's looking like a real rough first round pick. Oh, <laughs> my bad. That's looking like a real rough first round pick right now, bro. Like, and they say he's having problems learning the playbook and all these type things. I'm like,
1: dang. Bro. And, he's and, having and, a
0: problem learning his hands too. Hey, what's, what's crazy is you having problems running the playbook, learning the playbook, bro. You're about to have a new coach. About to have a new coach. Yep, sure. Is. I, hey, it is what it is. Um, shorten Philly again. You got Dallas money line versus Philly. They played them tough last time, so I don't even think that's crazy.
1: Because this Dak had a great game and, and and Dak is going to um this is going to be a signature game for his MB, for his MVP campaign. I don't know, bro, like the whole MVP thing like I don't even feel like you got to give
0: it to a quarterback because, like, for me, Tyreek is the MVP this year, bro. Like, just true, true and honest, bro. If he, if he mess around and get 2,100 yards and eighteen, nineteen touchdowns, like, bro, that's
1: that's the MVP of the league, bro.
0: Okay,
1: like, so, let, let, let me break down his last, well. One, two, three, four, five, six. His last six games, we're gonna start with LA. Four touchdowns, three hundred yards. He had one interception, one thirty-three point seven rating. We gonna go to Philly, three seventy-four, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, one fifteen point two rating. New York Giants, four hundred yards, four touchdowns, one pick, one thirty-eight point three rating. Carolina was a that 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 was a, that was a little stinker. He was one eighty-nine, two touchdowns, ninety-five point two rating. Then Washington. 331, four touchdowns, zero picks, one forty two point one. And then Seattle, two ninety nine, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, one fifteen point eight rating. Like it's it started out a little stove, but he'd been smoking the past yeah, six weeks. Like, Washington twice it, in the Giants, bro? Like they don't now look – it. When I,
0: that,
1: Forget Forget when, you can only when, whenever they you. compile these MVP lists, they don't look at who you played. Look at the, they look at the numbers no. and, and how you that. played. You can only you
0: can only play who's in front of you. I I do think that like yes yes, I think his MVP definitely hinges on his performance through Philly. I know they got to play Buffalo. I think they play Miami too, don't they? Miami's got a good defense. So. My, I, I, I think that his his performance definitely hinges on his last five weeks because I don't – Dak always has these stretches where he plays the NFC East teams um, and, and go bananas. No, just at throughout some the point season,
1: back. he has 3,200 yards, 26 touchdowns, and only six picks. Like, he's having a great season. He's having a great season. He's having a great season. This is this is an MVP – these are MVP caliber numbers. No, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm just saying, like,
0: I got, I got to see the next five weeks because I could 1,000 percent see the season ending with Dak at 43 to 44 hundred yards, thirty two to thirty three touchdowns. But instead of six, he's up so to about. Said, so you, you know, he gonna get six more touchdowns
1: in five games? Seven. I said thirty three or thirty four. Yeah. Seven or eight. I still think that's what the
0: Five games, seven or eight touchdowns.
1: Right? That's thirty-three,
0: thirty-four. I, I gave him I gave him twelve hundred yards, so that's five, that's like two sixty minimum, right? There's two sixty on average. About a touchdown and a half a game. You know, some games it's gonna throw two, some some one. And then, but I think instead of six interceptions, I definitely see him ending the season with double digits. Either ten or eleven. Right, we'll see. I mean, and and, and that still doesn't. He's 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 been playing great though, but no, he's been playing great. I still don't. I don't think those are. Don't get me wrong. Forty four hundred yards, thirty four touchdowns, and eleven picks. People have won MVP with less. People have won MVP with less, and and you didn't even count his rushing stats or rushing touchdowns. So I'm not. I'm not saying like he's not an MVP candidate. Or front runner for MVP, or shouldn't get
1: MVP. Well, I, I, front runner, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just know he's a candidate. He, he in this it's game is going to help his candidacy.
0: Yeah, definitely candidate there. I'm saying for me personally, when I look at the receiver, like when I look at football in totality, right? The last time a defensive player won it was Lawrence Taylor, right? No, um, I think, I haven't been since Lawrence Taylor. Not, not to my knowledge.
1: Yeah it was yeah. Huh.
0: Lawrence Taylor was the last defensive player to win it. I think Miles Garrett was having a bomb season before he tore his shoulder up, right? I I thought he was in the running. Um, a wide receiver hasn't won it since Jerry Rice. Um, a non-quarterback hasn't won it since Adrian Peterson. Uh, I just I wouldn't be opposed if Tyreek gets two thousand to twenty yeah. one hundred yards. 18, 19 touchdowns. I wouldn't be opposed to making him. Everything.
1: I won't be opposed to it, but it, it it it's hard to put him. It's hard to put him above the player who's throwing on the ball, though. Just it, I think, it, I think- it, it, it it just all goes back to one of your favorite things. It's an economical exercise.
0: No, I so so here's here would be my only recourse to that, right? If you and you, and you can't you can't necessarily do it but I feel like college does it the best, right? Because multiple multiple wide receivers have won the Heisman in college, right? Mm-hmm. Multiple wide receivers. It, the, the most recent being Devontae Smith is where one of the things that the voters look at is what is the quarterback's production without this wide receiver if mm-hmm. you're going to make them a uh, a candidate, right? So even if you look back at Matt liner or Reggie Bush, right? Reggie Bush was... A huge, huge factor in the passing game, right? But when Reggie Bush won his, uh, when Reggie Bush won his Heisman, one of the things that they were talking about was the fact that they kind of looked at Liner, who had just won a Heisman, and took out his passing numbers to Bush, right? And kind of looked at him stand alone there, and they they were able to give it to Bush. I think the same can kind of be said. That's why two is not an MVP candidate.
1: You know what I'm saying, like, but he's also probably one of your best ten or twelve quarterbacks in the league right now.
0: No, definitely, definitely. He's a he's a he he's a good quarterback, and I'm not taking that away from him. I'm I'm literally just saying, like, I think if you look at Tyreek in a vacuum, which is what I feel like you kind of have to do with those specialized positions. Like that's that's why that's why like a corner is never going to be MVP. It doesn't matter, like,
1: unless he put up something like twenty interceptions. It, he to, he, it would it, have to be could, something insane.
0: It would have to be some it be it had to be some madness shit. Right. He would have
1: like, to, it, it had he would have to damn it be a two-way player on some Travis Hunter stuff.
0: Yeah. No, honestly, I think a corner could win MVP if he averaged a pick a game. If he has 17 picks in it or a turnover a game, right? If if he literally had some mix of fumble, fumble recoveries and uh interceptions. That resulted in him having one turnover per game and maybe four or five touchdowns, you could legit look at him as an MVP candidate, right? Yeah. But in in totality, it's very hard to look at a corner and be like, that is the MVP of the whole league, right? And I think yeah. wide receivers kind of fall into that. Jerry Rice, when he won his, I wanna say that was a strike shortened season. That was the scab season, right? Eighty three, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And, and you know like since then look, quarterbacks have dominated it. You've had a couple running backs sprinkled in there. I just I I know it's hard for a wide receiver to win it, but I wouldn't be opposed to Tyreek.
1: Yeah, man, I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to it. It's just 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 the uh, quarterback position always propped up. So I mean, Speaking it wasn't up surprising. Man. Yeah, Speaking of Miami,
0: one that we both really like is Tennessee covering versus Miami this week. I
1: got my reasons. I'll let me on yours? Uh, Tennessee just don't seem like the type of team to lay down. I mean, they they it's—it's it's been a season that I'm pretty sure, um, Mike Vrabel will, will be, love to put behind him when it's over. But and, and he's still going to stand on business. And I don't—I—I I think that when you're going to get a team like Miami, you're going to want to go out there and try to prove a point, even if you lose, you will at least want to show some fight.
0: So, I would say, if you're just looking at raw numbers, that Tennessee loss looks worse and worse every week, right? But if you're watching the games, Tennessee is, they are in every single game, bro. They are in yeah. every single game doing all they can to win every single game. They've can. They they've come up short, right? But they are in every single game. And so, I feel like plus 13, real disrespectful. Real disrespectful to the type of operation mm-hmm. they run. So, I've got the plus 13 as well then we both have Atlanta, Moneyline, Tampa Bay, right? So that's our last two are the same there. I got Las Vegas, Moneyline versus Minnesota. Darkness, everybody, darkness. No. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got Las Vegas, Moneyline versus Minnesota, right? Um, I think they were on a good trajectory, kind of got knocked off, played, played some real teams. I feel like Josh Dobbs is resting to the mean. Right, the more he plays, the more you get to see on him. Uh, I definitely feel like Las Vegas wants to play for their coach, wants him to stay. Right? Yeah. Antonio Pierce, I feel like he's got some stuff to him. And so I definitely feel like they're going to come out fired up this game. Uh, I, got, I got them winning, but not enough to cover the spread. I think this is going to be a really close game, so just money line there. I like it. Then I got – I'm glad you stayed away from it. I'm glad you stayed away from it. I got Baltimore plus seven and a half versus the LA Rams, right? Um, one of the one of the factors, this is a crazy stat, bro. So you already know the Lamar like never loses versus NFC stats. That's right? why I didn't
1: take it. Yeah,
0: let, let, me, let me hit you on a crazy one too. Do you know pre Eagles Michael Vick record versus the AFC? Mm-mm. Very, very similar, bro. It was like seven and one. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, one of the theories that was really like propagated was the fact that, like, you never see this type of quarterback. You don't see this type of athleticism. You don't usually see this type of offense. So, when yeah. you see it only one time every couple of years or so, it catches you by surprise, which yeah. is why usually the average margin of victory is pretty high against uh, NFC teams. They usually steamroll, right? And I was like, bro, that makes so much sense. So when you look at seven and a half, yeah, I think Baltimore is going to cover eight. I-, I easily think they're going to cover eight.
1: I-, I I can get behind that. Aaron Donald, I'm going have right. a saying to it, but I can get behind it. And then
0: my last one it's another big one. I feel like the 49ers are over overvalued. Now I know I said this last time. <laughs> I know I said this last time. But I mean it this time, bro. 13 points versus Seattle. I feel like I feel That's like Gino's. Kind of I feel like Gino's arm is messed up. i I'm, I'm, i I said it what two weeks ago? I, I you did. It. I really believe it after Thursday night. Geno's arm is messed up. But Seattle has always had a really good, decent defense, right? They've always played the 49ers hard and well. Right? Thirteen points to me just seems like y'all letting y'all thinking Seattle's gonna let go of the rope. And that doesn't sound like a Pete Carroll coach team to me at all. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. So that's us for this week, you guys. Um come back in next week. We will be dropping the betting pod. Obviously, we'll go over our picks, drop our picks for the next week. Um Push to the playoffs, man. Push to the playoffs. We want to go ahead and end the season off strong. So, uh, please, please, please bet responsibly. Please don't do anything uh, that you can't get out of. Uh, the people meeting you in dark alleys breaking your legs. I,
1: I can't do it. Don't be don't no. don't be gambling your rent money. Don't you do, anything. Don't man money.
0: Don't 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 do it. Don't do it. Um, we will be dropping links in the links in the bios. Uh, obviously we're big on YouTube now. We got the video going. Uh the socials are coming out. We I am going to be in the process of making a birds of a feather uh Instagram, Facebook page,
1: socials We so all can right. all All of that.
0: Yeah. All that good jazz, right? So one of the things uh if you ask about how do you get on City Talk? So City Talk, when I initially made it out, right, it was fan reaction. Then when, you know, obviously we brought Taj on to the podcast, we we come up with the topics and we've just been discussing. But it's supposed to be, right, community outreach. We want to hear from you all, right? So you give us the topics and then we discuss it. So once these, uh, once these links are in the socials, I want y'all to reach out, comment, talk to us, let us know. Because those are our City Talk topics. We love to discuss what y'all got on your mind. Let's do it. So, this has your boy Q City. Your boy Taj Bravado. We out. Peace. Oh,
1: my Lord. I know you you, you 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 about to go sit your Gatorade and go to sleep. I'm I'm actually about to I'm about actually about to go on a little run. Yeah, I might, I might actually yeah I might go on a little run myself. So, uh. hey man, hey man, hey man. Yes, I do, and it needs me. <laughs> I I am a man of God. Yes, I am, and I'm I'm going to spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna spread some legs too. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, but we uh, are. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, oh oh yeah yeah yeah, for sure for sure. <laughs> All right, man.